Over the last week, I have been thinking of a couple of topics and certain ones kept coming back to me. Certain phrases kept coming into my mind and I had spoken to a couple of people about them and they kept resurfacing. I am finding that as I have been out here for about seven months dating, I'm learning a lot about myself. I always thought I knew plenty about myself and understood where I am, where I'm going, and how to get there. It seems that I have been experiencing in my dates, interaction, great chemistry, and awareness of who the person is sitting across the table from me. Each person I have encountered or spent some time with, I look at inwardly and outwardly at the end of the date. I can almost immediately assess what went right, what went wrong, and perhaps what will not continue. It seems that in my interactions with men, the strongest part of me seems to surface to the top. I am able to carry a conversation intelligently on a number of subjects and move from one subject matter to another. I am able to engage the conversations through questioning, listening, observations, but most of all, I find that I'm in an interview style. I realize that my interview styles in getting to know a person are probably deepened from my banking career, where everyone you met, you had to interview, understand their needs, identify their plans, either financially or personally, and try to correlate the best subject for their needs at that time, whether they were looking for a loan, whether they needed financial assistance, a new checking or savings account. Whatever their needs were, you had to determine that through the interviewing process. So of course, when I sit down with a gentleman, and whether it's over dinner, whether it's over a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, I'm finding myself going into interview mode. Lately, I spent a couple of dates with a gentleman, and at the beginning of the date, he sat and spoke with me, and we interacted. And it was obvious that he was intrigued with the various sides of Donna. I always say to people, I have five strong sides. The first one is I cannot ever remove myself from being a mother. That is probably my most strongest intuitive side. I came from a world of banking and spent decades of years in the banking environment where it was survival of the fittest. I was a female in times where growth and opportunities and glass ceilings were being broken. I learned how to navigate and, and motivate myself and excel in my career in those decades of years through hard work, efforts, and energies. I could compete with any man on any level in that banking environment. I was taken seriously. I was watched. My career was enhanced from my hard work, efforts, and energies. The other part of me is that emotional side, that heartful piece of me, that if I let you into my heart, 
as a friend, as someone who I am acquainted with, I either bring you into my heart and hold you safe and immediately want the best interest for you through our interactions, through our sharing of our backgrounds, who we are, maybe individually, maybe in the world of business, maybe in the world of our family relationships, so that your friend that you're making the acquaintance with, whether it's female or male, knows who you are and knows on any given day how you're thinking, how you might react, where your head is as it relates to your interaction with all the sides of who you are. I also am an, an entrepreneur. I am entrepreneurial in spirit, in focus, in vision. I've done a lot of things in my life. I've always been able to assess from a faraway position. And as I've gotten closer to the pulse point, identified what would work for me. I am a due diligence type of person. I know how to look into the problem and I know how to review it and come from different places. And if I'm working with a teammate or an employee on something, it's usually a win-win situation where we look at the problem, we identify some solutions, and we interact on what might be the best solution for the moment at hand. I am usually able to break through brick walls, and I always am proud of knowing I'm a risk taker, I can do the due diligence, and I know when to stand my ground if I'm being challenged. I think for the most part, I'm learning that I am a sum of equal parts. I can't remove the banker from me. I can't remove the mother from me or the grandmother. I, my entrepreneurial spirit is who I am right now, very strong and very focused. And that spirit is the combination of a merger of equal parts of me. I am growing in so many ways as an individual. At this point in my life, I love change. I embrace change and I structure my life and go forward on being a better version of myself. I think that what's very difficult is for people to sit across from me and learn about all of the sides of my personality. I have a whimsical childlike side that comes up when I'm very comfortable with someone. I can laugh hysterically to the point of tears. I can call, curl up in a ball and sit on a couch or on a floor and just chat very animated, like a seven-year-old going out on a field trip with his class, classmates. And then the last part is this very sensitive, romantic person. I find that I was always speaking about not being in the moment to train someone how to love me. I thought, I've done that enough in the past. I've given people the roadmap, the blueprint to Donna. And it was up to them to learn the strategies, the due diligence out of how to operate or how to be in a relationship with Donna. Whether it's that business side of Donna, whether it's that childlike side of Donna, whether it's that emotional side of Donna, whatever side of Donna it is, 
I thought, why should I train someone how to understand me? Recently, I had a conversation with someone who pointed out something, and it resonated and it opened up my eyes. The person said, when you go to a restaurant and you are going to a fine dining restaurant, you sit down with the menu and you determine what you're interested in having. What are your cravings for that day? What will be your choice for your appetizer or your entree? You give the waiter your order and you'll say, may I have this, the dressing on the side? Or what's in the ingredients of a particular item in your entree? So you're giving the waiter the roadmap to meet your expectations of how that dinner is going to be when you are served. When the waiter takes your order into the kitchen, you don't go into the kitchen and follow the chef or sous chef around to determine are they using the right ingredients? Are they doing what I need according to how I ordered it? You sit back and you wait for your food to be delivered. You savor the moment. You wait in anticipation. You don't overthink what's happening once it's out of your reach. As I sat back and listened to the person say that, it became an ooh moment, or should I say, it became an ah moment. Exactly what that person was saying was exactly what I was speaking to when I said, I don't want to teach someone how to love me. I realized that we always have to be in the teaching mode. We always have to let people know how we want to be treated. I've talked about accountability I've talked about boundaries, and here I am right now talking about the same thing in a different manner. A merger of equals, a sum of equal parts. That's what I want. That's what I strive for. I want the person across from me, whether it's a personal relationship, a friendship, an employee-employer relationship. No matter what interaction I'm having with that person, I want them to understand me. But the only way that they will understand me is if I give them the pieces they need to make their decisions, to make their thoughts, and to prompt out of them what I am, who I am, and how they interact with me. So I'm beginning to realize that I can't step back and say, I'm not going to teach you how to love me. I have to. At different points in time in my relationships, my past relationships, I always was the giver. I tried not to be the taker. I sat back on the taking side, but I was very active on the giving side. And yet here I am today struggling with giving too much or training someone or trying to let them understand, I'm not going to teach you how to love me. It's obvious. I've, got, I've fallen into a deep hole and I gotta learn to get back up. My journey in this dating world, relationships, has been somewhat narrow. It's been somewhat reflective. And for all practical purposes, I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to navigate a world of dating. I have never been a serial dater. I have been a long-term relationship person. I've talked about that in the past. I think it's because that's my safe place. That's where I can pick and choose what part of me I'm going to share. 
And so people will understand me. I don't ask anything more than what I need. I need very little, but what I don't give is the person across the room the opportunity to give to me what I need because I don't know how to ask for it. I don't know how to speak about it. And I had viewed it as, I'm not going to teach you how to love me. I'm being reflective this morning. I sit here overlooking the water and I sit here thinking, where did I change? Where did I not understand how to let someone know me, honor me, respect me, protect me? When did that happen? I know exactly when it happened. It happened many, many years ago. As I was so busy helping someone find the wings underneath their wings. I don't even open my wings to let anybody help me fly. I have this standalone posture that says, I can do this. I can be whoever I want because I know how to get from point A to point B. The problem is sometimes I stay at point B and then I take a detour because point B needs to go to point C, but I don't want to do the efforts and energies to get the person to point C. I don't want to teach them how to love me. Right now, I'm learning that I don't need to be in an exclusive long-term relationship. I think it's time I start looking at more than one individual to be in a relationship with different people, maybe simultaneously. I've never been that person. I've never multi-dated anyone. I don't know, maybe I thought being in a monogamous relationship was how I worked best. Now, I'm being told I need to throw the rule book out. That rule book, I didn't realize, had a grasp on me that I never was able to shake. The outside of my jacket covers showed the leather bound, the inside were chapters. And those inside chapters was exactly what I didn't share. Those inside chapters were exactly what I didn't want to train anybody on. I didn't want to teach anybody on. And the individual I spoke with about the menu and the order and the waiter going into the kitchen, she said to me, you have to learn to be in the moment. You have to learn, are you wanting, are you wanting to date someone because that person would be a great travel buddy? Are you wanting to date someone because that person is just great to go out to dinner with and exchange ideas and you have a great time? Are you wanting to date someone because you might be able to have an emotional, intimate relationship? You have to expand your horizons so that you know what you want. You don't have to give on all three plateaus, but you have to be able to accept and understand who you are. You can't extract one person out of you. That strong vapor is your foundation. It's your foundation for your self-employment. It's your foundation for your vision, for growth as an entrepreneur. It's your foundation in your everyday thinking. You think black and white. You think abstractly. And you also think in the middle, in the gray. And that is where I, I realized she was absolutely right. I do think in various ways. I do go and look at a menu and place my order according to what my needs are. I have no problems doing that. So now 
as I sit across from any individual, I'm going to determine that maybe they're my waiter for the day, maybe they're my concierge for the day, and I'm going to ask and I'm going to explain and I'm going to tell people what I'm looking for, what I'm trying to enjoy in the moment, and absolutely what I need. Those are my boundaries. Those are my boundaries that I've buttoned up and really probably never shared to the point I need to. So I'm still a work in progress. I'm still thinking of my merger. I wanted someone to be my partner to bring to the table a merger of equals. But I think the most important thing I'm focusing on right now, I am a sum of equal parts. And equal parts of me are there for various reasons at various times. I have to tap into what part of me needs to be heard, seen, or even understood. So I'm still in my journey mode. I am enjoying this. I hope you've been continuing to listen to my podcast. Maybe you sit back and you listen because I have that voice that makes you want to fall asleep. Or maybe you think about me as I'm speaking because you understand me better. Whatever your journey with me on my podcast, I hope we continue and I hope I get to share more stories with you.